Hey everyone, welcome to JoJo's World. Happy Palindromic 3 digit episode premiere episode. 101, the number that looks like a TIE fighter. It's the same backwards as it is forwards, and is probably a prime number. This is the start of JoJo's World Part 2. Of course, you might remember that Nick and Liam both died at the end of last episode, and I'm Douglas Smith, his great-grandson. And I'm Arthur Ballantyne, renowned author and mysterious thief in disguise. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And, and I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one, the co-host. This is our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast where we recap and discuss a little show called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Maybe you've heard of it. Wait, are we not watching Rohan's... Crookie Crest? <laughs> are we not watching... Rohan's Crookie Crest. <laughs> are we not watching Koichi's Kooky Voyage? Okiyasu's Outstanding Adventure. <laughs> Polnareff's palindromic fiefdom. Caesar died. <laughs> Caesar died the show. Today, we watched the 101st episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, which is also the 27th episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable. It is entitled, I'm an alien. I'm an alien. <laughs> Nick, I'm an alien. <laughs> Why are you an alien, Liam? And it covers... Chapters 377 through 381 of the manga. <gasps> that's average! Just like me. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most upsetting thing I've ever said. <laughs> I just need to be the best at everything all the time. There is no middle ground here. My love language is excellence. Excellence? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. um, I'm sorry, hang on, go back. Is that one of the love no. languages? There's... Uh, verbal expression. Uh-huh. Um, Gift giving. Yep. Uh, physical touch. Oh boy, is it? Uh, emotional manipulation. <laughs> this might be why we're single. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, in conclusion, French is also a love language. <laughs> uh, je m'appelle excellent. I am an alien. Yes. I'm agreeing. <laughs> I'm not doubting you. Before we talk about this episode, uh-huh. Nick, I want to share with you mm-hmm. a little note from author of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Possible Alien. What do you mean possible? That's not... Probable Alien. Thank you. Hirohika Araki. Okay, hang on. Before we start... Yes. You said that the first sentence of this was going to make me very no, happy. No, I was talking about the Jojo Vele note, oh. and you consistently confuse which of the two of those I was talking about in our pre-episode discussions. However, the first sentence of this, would you say it will also please me beyond belief? I think it'll be fine. Is it something along the lines of, have you ever wondered? No. Mm. Is it something along the lines of, I was? Mm. It gets into an I was later. Okay, here Let we me go. just do this thing. Okay. So this is from volume 41 of the Jojo's Bizarre Adventure manga, which covers some of the chapters seen in this episode. Tell me more. Does he have a cool car? Does he have a... Wait, Did I'm... she put up a fight? Said the worst member of the Grease cast. <laughs> um, whenever I have to draw a hospital or a drugstore or a temple or whatever, I always try to take pictures for reference. Just like Rohan. Just like Rohan. But taking those pictures is pretty nerve-wracking. Whenever I ask for permission, people always ask back... What are you using them for? You work for a magazine or something? Who are you anyways? <laughs> and stuff like that. And then inevitably, well, the manager isn't here today, so come back tomorrow and ask then. 
Come on, I just want to use them for reference. I'll even give you candy. I think that's a reason why they wouldn't allow him to take photos. Because he'll even give them candy. Exactly. <laughs> hey, buddy, if you let me take a photo of this hospital, I'll give you some candy. I'll give you a couple of M&Ms or a sour nerd's rope or a killer python. You like Skittles? I'll let you taste the rainbow if you let me photograph this here store. This Osun's convenience store. Why would I need Skittles if I already have Skittles in the store? No, they're not the right you Skittles. You play a pretty good game, boy. I see you played Skittly Skitlo before. This is, of course, the day of... My daughter's wedding. Nope. No? Okay. The final match of the most popular sporting code uh, in our country. And we are here recording an anime podcast which features no sport whatsoever. Well, some sport. The sport of entertainment. Nick, what did you think about this episode? <laughs> uh, well, I will say that I think it's better than watching the grand final of AFL. I mean, that's about as much as my feelings go, to be okay. honest. Okay, so not a big one in your books? I mean, it's fine. It's not amazing. I feel like it's it did a lot of setup. And, like, knowing what comes in the future, I think you're going to appreciate this arc looking back on it a lot. But mm. I think most of the best moments are yet to come. Okay. Because, yeah, so far we had things like Flubber, Kaiji, and... Kaiji is, of course, our word of the month. <laughs> I literally, every time anything happened in the latter half of the episode, I was like, oh, like Kaiji! Oh, like 21, that movie where... Bruce Willis? Daniel Radcliffe, question mark? Daniel Radcliffe? I don't think so. I think I'm thinking of... Mark Zuckerberg. Actually, I was thinking of Daniel Radcliffe in um, Now You See Me, but... That's not Daniel Radcliffe. Isn't, is he not in the Now You See Me movies? No, that's the guy who plays Mark Zuckerberg um, in The Social Network. Oh, he's in Now You See Me 2. Ah, I see. I was going to be like, then what's Daniel Radcliffe a wizard in? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. It's a good time. Shall we just get into it? Why not? Okay. We open with an arrow soaring majestically through the air. Clinging to the shaft of that arrow is a decrepit old man goes trapped in a photograph forever. How can he still interact with the outside world? Unclear. But he's flying. Fly, arrow, fly. Take me to the next stand user that I'll create. Yes, it'll be the sixth stand user that I create. Thereby avoiding infringing on the title of a popular spin-off game of this franchise by one number. Uh, And six stand users is plenty because there were six stand users that killed Dio. And and that's plenty to protect my son from the Joestars who are out there. If only they thought this through. Ah, there's a young man. I'll huck the arrow at him and turn him into my new, more more powerful than ever ally. So he hucks. Yep, we get a real good, like, javelin toss. (laughs) Uh, and the arrow careens through the air. His aim is straight and true, and yet... Bonk! The arrow just sort of pings off this blonde man's... I'm sorry, he's not a man. He is clearly an elf. (laughs) He's got the ears of Legolas, the skin of Legolas, and the demeanour of Legolas. You mean no personality? (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Poor Orlando Bloom. I think he tried hard. Well, he did very well. It was just that Legolas also has no personality. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, so anyway, there's this elf walking through. Yeah, the arrow hits him, it bounces off, and he gets a small cut on the back of his neck. And he's like, oh, hmm, how strange. 
And uh, Yoshihiro Kira is b- perplexed and he's like, what? The arrow wanted to hit him, but then it just bounced off. I don't get it. Cut to the opening. It is incredible. It's very good. It's great days. It's the sixth opening of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Let me do my math there. The seventh opening of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Okay. It's, um, it's pretty great. Not going to lie. Pretty great days. Pretty great days. You know what is better than? Something Chino Kiyoku. Liam, that is blasphemy and I will not have that on my podcast. You take that back. It's better than Chase, Liam. Now, what's Chase? Uh, Chase is a garbage that uh, a everyone garbage. that everyone seems to think is okay because it goes well with the opening, but it doesn't. It's not good. It's not good at all. So what did you think of both the music and animation for Great Days? Um, I thought it was... Well, ironically enough, I wasn't a huge fan of this one. <laughs> But at the same time... But you found it likeable? Yes, I found it to be far more Jojo-esque. Didn't blow your mind, though. No, it was sort of like a, oh, good, this is nice, I guess. It's very mellow, I think, compared Mm. to... It's very positive, very upbeat. Yeah, uh, it's upbeat-ish, you know. It's like, yeah, it's going to be a good time. We're going to have a great day. Let's put our hand up in the air. Yeah, let's, so let's finger the sky. Yeah, I really like that imagery of everyone raising their hands up that we see in this opening. Because first we see um we see a hand that is obviously Raimi Sugimoto's because you can tell because of the pink wrapping around the wrist. Mm. Uh, and so you see that come up. Then some other stuff happens, and you cut back to a similar shot where like the hands that we recognise as the hands of the rest of the cast essentially, because we see a lot of purple school uniforms <laughs> and, and Joseph's coat and things like that mm. uh, raise up around Raimi's, and that I think is a really cool symbol of like how she's become this sort of unifying symbol for the stand users of Mario mm. to rally around and just really push in the shit of Yoshikage Kira. <laughs> just be all like, oh, it'd be a shame if someone broke your face, mm. possibly with these fingers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Um. so it's cool. It opens with like the words breakdown. No, it opens with the words uh, Joseph's Bar Adventure on screen and it smashes us apart. Uh, <laughs> it's all like, yeah, Jojo, Jojo, Jojo. And we see, um, oh no, it is the word breakdown. Yeah. Um, the words like are exploding and we see different iconography associated with Kira. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for example, um. The color of murderous intent. Sure. What a, color is that? A deep purple. Ah. Yeah. Uh, and slightly pink. And, uh, we see, uh. Is it the face of. A sheer heart attack? Yeah. Yeah. And we also see, uh, the featureless face of original Kusaku Kawajiri. Kosaku Kawajiri. The man that Kira is now. Oh, yes. And also, um, some a third thing that we'll talk about later. Hey? A third thing that we'll talk about later. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. All right. <laughs> and then uh, Kira like, does his, his trademark bomb trigger motion, and we cut to the rest of the opening. Kablamo. As the, uh, the, the cool female vocalist kicks in. Great days. Sure. That's not at all what it is. But and yeah. I really like the visual effects that we get um, that sort of persists through most of this, where we see people like Josuke and uh, Koichi and Yukako moving through the town and they mm. leave sort of after images behind them. Very 90s. Yeah. Very, very 90s. Very sort of like the paths we take through the town that are the same. And mm. Mm. Truly a metaphor for the ages. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and uh, also there's some cool shots later of... Um, Someone will come into the frame sort of in a sort of blackened silhouette with key things highlighted and they'll shift into a pose and be revealed in full glorious colour as the sort of silhouette explodes out to reveal their features. So good. And also I want to draw attention to a couple of other things we see that will be relevant for later. Okay. We see 
Rohan's patio, <laughs> featured prominently in this episode. Rohan's patio? Yeah, the patio at the back of his house, or his veranda. Oh, I get you. Yeah. Which we've never seen up to this point. No, no. Yeah. Uh, and we see uh, him sitting on his balcony with a cup of tea, and we see uh, the man that we'll meet at this episode, the uh, so-called alien, walking on the side of the wall of his house. Yeah, that... Yep. And then we go through the door again and we also see... Uh, a weird brown coat And we come man. back to the same patio. Yeah. And we see a weird brown coated man sort of pressed up against the door that goes into Rohan's house. But who is this weird brown coated man? I don't know. Ooh. I mean, you do, but... Yeah, I you, do. You're lying I'm to me. I'm pretty sure we've actually seen him before in the episode, in the show too, as a brief cameo. Hey, Is he Rohan's editor? No, I think... I think he was one of the people that... Uh, that Hazamata overheard when they were like, yeah, so there's this manga artist, Rohan Kashibe, who's just moved into Mario in the initial Rohan episodes. The initial Rohan episodes. Remember when uh, Hazamata was like, I overheard these people talking about a famous manga artist who's moved to Mario, Takuichi, want to go to his house? I vaguely remember this. I vaguely remember... Hazmata being an asshole. Well, that just, you know. And then roping Koichi in. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'll take your word for it. And in that same shot, Rohan is also le- casually leaning against his patio wall in a super cool way. Mm. All the poses in this intro are top tier, mm. it and must be said. We also get some interesting shots sort of foreshadowing the tense situation. Uh, although what we see of it in this episode is far from tense. But the tense situation that Kira's home life has become ominous shots of him looming over his son and uh this cool thing where um his his new wife shinobu uh is watching the tv and the tv has a picture of kira on it then it becomes like you know that endless stairway in um super mario 64 yeah when you don't have enough power stars and you run up and there's pictures of bowser on one side and pictures of peach on the other yeah it becomes a bit like that with shinobu on one side (laughs) and kira holding a cat on the other it's like a uh, hall of mirrors then the further you go down sort of shinobu's eyes start to become down crested and she looks sadder Oh, I see. As though the past was worse than the present. No. Or, or, or <laughs> looking at a TV is just really straining on the eyes. Yeah, that's definitely what I'm driving at. Yeah. I do want to point out that um, when this episode initially came out, I feel like they had to release an unfinished version of this because of crunch, I guess. Okay. Because like the visual effects are much less impressive. Uh Okay. And a bunch of other stuff. Um, for instance, there's a prominent shot of like a cell phone tower or something like that mm-hmm. with some some cloud cover going over it. And in that original shot, one leg of the thing, which becomes covered by cloud, mm-hmm. uh, the shadow moves over it, but it's still lit as if it's not. Uh... And just some other... Some other... Weird trivia. Yeah. Like, for instance, there's a shot where Kira... Um, slowly turns around um, and stares at the camera and it's all very ominous and in, in shadowy text in the background it says killer um, <laughs> they just reused another shot from an episode for that for yeah. instance yeah no I noticed that oh no um, in this one in this variant it's something new it's just very similar to when he turned around on wait the stairs. that's new yeah oh okay it looked identical <laughs> well you should have seen it when it was even more identical oh, no yeah it was just sort of less finished in a way that was surprising hmm Mm. Come on, David Production. <laughs> Sacrifice your lives for my entertainment, please. Let's not do that. <laughs> oh, fun fact, according to the JoJo Wiki, the pose Rohan strikes in that bit where he and Yukako are both smashed out of their silhouettes is a pose that Rohan struck uh, in Rohan Kishibe Goes to Gucci. What? Okay. Is that, like, 
an actual episode we're going to get? It's not an episode. I believe it's a spin-off thing and tie in with Gucci. <laughs> spin-off manga written and illustrated by uh, Hirohika Araki. Uh, stars Rohan Kashibe as he uh, makes his way to Florence, Italy to uncover the mystery behind his grandmother's Gucci bag. <laughs> Man, you know what? He is a master of storytelling. <laughs> yeah. And that's great days for now. Oh, what, do they become less great? What happens if the days get less great? Will we ever find Raimi's killer? Will the days be average and middling at best? Oh, and I suppose we should acknowledge the lyrics in some format, I guess. Oh. Yeah, so, like, the lyrics talk about, like, oh, there's, Breakdown. there's Breakdown. this great town and, like, it's full of golden spirits that are good. And then the chorus is, uh, let the voice of love take you higher. With this gathered power, go beyond even time. 1999, bizarre summer. Mm. This city thrives on revolving courage. Great days. Great days. They are certainly great days. Would you agree? Um... You know, I don't know. We're on the hunt for a serial murderer who's literally got no trace of his crimes as his father flies around in a photograph getting new allies with a magical arrow. So I don't know if they're great. Yeah, but Nick, the voice of love will get you super high. You know what? That I can get on board with. (laughs) So, uh, after the opening... Yes. uh, We open. In Kasaku Kawajiri, a.k.a. Yoshikaga Kira's house. (laughs) There are people outside. Oh, wait, no, we don't. I'm mistaken. You fuck. We, we, we open. have a standard of openings here, sir. We open. Okay. On a beach. <gasps> a beach! Jotaro is sitting on a chair with his back to a Speedwagon Foundation member and they're having a super secret meeting. What are they talking about, Liam? Yoshikage Kira. <gasps> Whenever Kira isn't around, everyone else should be asking, where's Kira? <laughs> uh, and Speedwagon Foundation guy is basically giving him the Kira dossier. And he's all like, yeah, he hit his crimes pretty well. Yeah, this is all the evidence we had on him after our extensive Speedwagon Foundation investigation. And Jotaro's like, oh, where are you, Kira? It's summer now, so there's going to be heaps of tourists here, so it's a high-risk time. And it, it goes back on this later, but you had an observation with this shot here. Yes. There's no one on the beach except for these two. Yeah, he says like, oh, it's summer now. So many tourists in Moria. And then we get a wide shot of the beach and it's just deserted. <laughs> There's literally no one except <laughs> these two guys on a beach. But then we cut to our friend from Moria, Joe Radio, Kai Harada. Kai Harada, my friend from Moria. Yeah. Being like, it's July 1st, it's summer now, and the beaches and rivers are open to the public. It's tourist season, the town is so lively. Come relax at a summer villa, go camping, fishing, or yachting, such fun. There's a wide shot of all these tourists, like, in the middle of the street. Yeah, there's one guy with a very obscene aesthetic. <laughs> the thing that you would imagine a tourist would look yeah, like. He's got a big Joe tennis Jones. racket bag. Oh my god. It's like, he's like a backpacker with, like, glasses like, kind of nerdy look to him. Spring break! Yeah, kind of like that. And, uh, yeah, then as as Kai wraps up, we see just some, some, some young women having a nice evening out in the summer town, walking past the window that Kira is ominously staring at him, putting his hand on. He's all like, if only I could give my emotions to them. <laughs> sure, yeah, he, lo- he looks real tense and he's just staring out the window being like, has anyone being able to hide what's in their hearts forever? And we get a lot of really gross close-ups of his nails in this shot where they, they grow at an alarming rate and it makes a sort of bone-crunching sound or mm. bone-stretching sound. I mean, maybe this is why he kills people, to make the pain go away. <laughs> and he's just staring out the window being like, oh, want to meet that girl? 
want to murder that girl. I want to show her what's up. I want to murder her real good. I want to strangle her like but no, a pinata. I need to be patient because the Jojos are out there and they're after me. I still need to learn how to perfectly mimic Kasako Kawajiri's handwriting. So he's there with like... Sitting in the study. He's got, yeah. I guess, some old checks or documents that Kasaku has signed and he's meticulously just writing and rewriting his signature mm. and then examining it with a magnifying glass because surely that will come up. <laughs> I mean, you never know. The guy at the bank was like, are you sure this is legit? That's true. He was a very zealous bank teller. Mm. And he got none other than a magnifying glass. True. It's the 90s. We don't have electron microscopes yet, Liam. Don't we? I don't know. I don't think we did. So then Shinobu comes in and she's blushing and she's carrying a big tray of tea and she's like, hey, hubby. I, I don't know if you, you want it. Oh, and he hurriedly pulls a book over his notebook of practice signatures because who would be doing that? I'll tell you who. Me. I was practicing my signatures the other day because I want a good signature. And I was like, I look like a crazy person. But Wait, is this a bit or did you actually I, have to practice How else do signature? you develop a good signature if you don't practice it? You don't. You don't develop a good signature. It just happens. No. Yes. Like if you want like fancy text. I have fancy text and I've never practiced. Here, give me one. Give me a piece of paper and I'll show you how fancy my signature is. But how is. did you do the design? Yeah, I was like 14 years old and went, yeah, that'll do. Yeah, but when I was 14 years old, I just wrote my initials. Did you write them fancily? No, I just wrote it. Oh them. my god, Liam! This is not how you make a signature. You yeah, just... that's why I'm making one now. Oh my god. You can't just make a signature. Yes, I can. Well, all I'm right. Liam S. Smith. One of your co-hosts. Yeah. <laughs> but like, did you not decide when you were really young that it's like, oh, this is what adults yeah, do. Yeah, but now I want something new. Oh, Liam. Liam, don't do this. Well, tough. No. I am and I have, and it's oh. better now. Go with the nostalgia. No. Go with the old. I have much better handwriting than I used to. Ugh, I guess that's true. <laughs> I've never saw your old handwriting, but I can assume it was better. Worse? It was worse back then. Anyway, so she's like, oh, of course, you're reading. That makes sense. <laughs> After he just silently turns and looks at her. Like, his eyes are not loving. Those black doll's eyes. Yeah. Like a shark in Jaws. <laughs> I poured you some tea. I know that's probably unusual, but you can have some if you'd like. But if you're not, that's super cool too. Yeah, just whatever, you know, tea. The shark from Jaws is motionless. And then she's like, he takes a sip and she's like, <gasps> he took a sip. Oh my God. He does love me. So she turns around and is all like- Sits on the bed. There's like a long, awkward silence. And uh, I immediately went, Liam, Liam, Liam. It's true you did, but I wasn't sure what you were driving at. They're going to fuck. <laughs> Are they though? William, are you watching the same anime that I'm watching? I'm watching the anime where there's a sociopath in her bedroom and she doesn't realise it. Yeah. Psychopath even. And she literally just blushed, sat on a bed and now there's a really long awkward pause. What kind of Japanese media do you think we're watching? Well, it's Kira, you know, he's not a normal guy. No, but I know what she's trying to get at. And yep. he'll probably just be like, is this what the husband did? Well, I better oblige. <laughs> is this what the husband did? Well, I better rail her super hard then. Yes, this is exactly what would happen. But we know that the husband didn't because they were in a loveless marriage. We know, Liam. Kira doesn't know. She, he couldn't intuit it from her initial massively passive-aggressive introduction. 
No, because he doesn't understand what human emotion is. That's true. He is an idiot. Mm. And a douche lord. So she's sitting, there's a long awkward silence, and she's like, oh, look at the time. I think I'll go to bed. Which is in the same room. I bet I just start undressing here. Whoopsie daisy, there goes my uh, undergarment. She takes off her stockings, she undoes her hair, and like she starts doing undoing the buttons on the back of her dress. Kira's eyes become black and hostile. Yeah, uh... Like, you know in Finding Nemo when um, the shark, the, the previously friendly shark accidentally inhales some blood and gets his bloodlust going? That's, yes. that's Kira right now. Oh, boy. His eyes just become fixated on the back of her neck, being like, oh, man, I could choke the hell out of you right now. So I think he says something like, show her your true feelings. Yeah, open up your heart. Show her your true self. And then Killer Queen is behind him like, hey, I'm also here. Let's do some murders, man. And so he, like, starts... Clasping around shot of his nails growing. Yeah, and he's all like, I can't control the urge when the nails grow. Yeah. Gromit. And then he like rips off rips off all her <laughs> all her buttons. Yep, and she screams and falls to the floor and he's like, No, this is a bad idea. If I murder my wife, they'll find out. So he then goes back to his desk to continue quote unquote reading. Sorry I startled you. And she's all falling on the floor. Oh, he was trying to do undo the buttons? <gasps> Sorry I startled you. No, that was super hot. So thrilling. I've fallen in love with my husband. Now... Scandal. Uh, I'm not saying that this is unusual, but it is a little bit unusual to fall in love with your husband. Go on. Well, normally, marriage is... typical arranged marriage society. Yeah. In a typical marriage society, uh, you know, the love just kind of naturally falls out and you're all like, well, I'm satisfied, but... You go to sleep in separate rooms in the same bed and it's all very PG. Exactly. It's very dull, very lifeless, <laughs> and it's nothing I want a part of, but... It's all very first episode of Breaking Bad. Yeah, literally that. <laughs> but, you know, here, there's love, suddenly... Ooh. Well, what there is, is there's a, a fascinated attraction because her mm. previously boring husband suddenly has a dangerous edge to him for unexplained reasons. Oh, man. It's like it's like popular music of the 90s all over again. It was all Explain. Very, it was all very mundane and samey, and then suddenly Limp Biscuit and System of a Down were everywhere. Sure. Okay. It had a dangerous edge that we now regret, Liam. And then we cut to uh, something on the ceiling. Did you know what that, notice what that was? Something on the ceiling. Yeah. What do you mean something? There's a small sort of black disc on the ceiling. I thought it was a camera. It was a camera. Yeah. A camera on the ceiling. What do you think's going on there? Um, I mean, either this guy that Kira is now inhabiting is on house arrest. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe Kira's set up a camera to watch things from afar. Uh, Like, it's the 90s, so it can't be that technologically advanced. 1999. Y2K is just around the corner. (laughs) I mean... Even then, it's like, not that many people would have cameras that small on the ceiling, would they? He does, evidently. Mm. Or someone does. Speedwagon Foundation? Maybe? Do you remember that his creepy son came upstairs in the one shot we had of him talking about, like, camera speeds and stuff? Oh! Yeah, but he wouldn't be one of spying on his parents. Doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, really choking one another out in... Anyway, yeah. let's move on. Um, we are running very long so far. <laughs> we are barely into this episode. Yeah, but to be fair, the rest of the episode is mild. Cut to Okiyasu and Josuke. Okiyasu has found a crop circle and he's like, Look, Josuke, a crop circle! Doesn't... What does he call it? Like a terror funk or something like that? At first? Uh, I wrote it down. Yeah, he can't remember the word and he says... Yeah, Terry Funk. 
who is, of course, let's find out. Terry Funk is an American semi-retired professional wrestler and actor. Funk is known for the longevity of his career, debuting in 1965. Popular in Japan, I think. Well, he is wearing a Japanese headband, so... So that's what that means, certainly. <laughs> Was he the guy from Takeshi's Castle? No. Hmm, okay. He was in an episode of Quantum Leap. Ooh. Terry Funk, wrestler. Let's keep moving. What does that have to do with crop circles, though? It's probably just like a language thing. Oh, okay. However they say crop circle in Japanese, it's yeah. probably just similar enough to Terry Funk. <laughs> Either that or maybe Okiyasu just had an aneurysm or something. <laughs> Terry Funk, yes. A wrestler. Get out of here, Okiyasu. I can't believe there's a crop circle in Mario. And then Josuke's like, wait, look, there's a guy in there. We gotta get in there and help. We've got no choice because we're good people. We're Josuke. That's... Mm. <laughs> we have manipulated a lot of people so far. But we've also saved a lot of lives with our magical healing powers that reflect our inner beauty. Yeah, okay, alright. So they run over to this unconscious body. Yep, they start pulling the grass off him. We see it's the... Um, the elf, alien. Yep, the elf looking guy from earlier. Yeah, it's Legolas. Uh, and he stands up like Dracula. You know that Dracula style of standing it's up? like, they're in the coffin and they slowly float up. All the movement rests feet. on the ankles and yeah. everything else is just some hanging limp. Oh, man. Dio's almost certainly done that at some point, right? Oh, like or every one day. Of, or one of the pillar men. Or should I say every night? Oh, vampires. Uh, I get it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sure. So he's all like, boink. Boink. And um, he's got like a lot of bad. They all have badges in their school uniforms. <laughs> it's Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, but he's got ones that say like E.T. And he's got one that looks like a flying saucer and... He's got a nose ring with a chain that goes up to his ear. Mm, very punk. Ring. Yeah. Very 90s. Mm. So he's like, where am I? And they're like, you're in a field in Mario. And he's all, am I on Earth? You see, last night I lost consciousness for about 13 of your Earth hours. Isn't that strange? And there's a beat. And then they just roll around laughing because they're like, oh man, this is hilarious. This guy made a crop circle, waited for someone to, to come find him. Then, oh God, classic gag. Get it? Because yeah. he wanted people to think he was an alien. Oh, uh, so good, so uh, good. So funny. So then and he's then all like... Okiyasu's like, uh, oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> My stomach hurts. And the guy silently reaches into his bag and pulls out a box labeled stomach medicine. He's like, would you like some? He doesn't even say anything. He just holds it out. Oh, and then they just, they roll around laughing again. Oh, so good. This guy's Classic too comedy. Good. Too good. Prop comic, Carrot Top, alien. <laughs> is Carrot Top human? No one knows for sure. My planet is in the Magellanic, Magellanic clouds, but it was destroyed. I came to Earth to see if it's a suitable place to live and if the people are nice. This guy's really getting into the joke. Yeah, taking it too far. Mm. Look, come you're gonna, on. You're going to ruin a good bit, mate. You know when you overuse an in-joke and then no one likes it anymore? Yeah. Anyway, we're going to go to school now. Like, say... Oh, here we go. <laughs> which which, in, which recurring joke do I want to put on blast right now? Um, is it Chase is bad or is it starting imitating every theme song as if it was Bloody Stream? Ooh, <laughs> both of them are my favourite <laughs> jokes. How funny. <laughs> oh, we have fun. <laughs> Uh, they give him some tissues to wipe that that scratch on the back of his neck and he just wordlessly takes those tissues and uh, he eats them chomps them up real good he's all like that was quite delicious I thank you very much <laughs> okay so he just does the best like so we should be getting to school now shouldn't we Josuke yes yes we should fare thee well bye so they uh, they do a cool little transition where it's like they disappear and then reappear mm. outside the crop circle and they disappear, pick, up, pick up their briefcases that they just left on the side yeah. of the road. It's like hard cuts, but it's all one thing. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And then they, um, I, I like this, um, this next shot too, because it's a, 
sort of a close up on both of them walking and talking, uh, and with with the yellow sky between them. And then as they keep talking, we just slowly see that uh, he st- he takes a step to the right or whatever, and we see that between them now is also this guy following them. Oh, Legolas, he can never take a hint. And they get to the ice cream shop. <gasps> but it's closed, Liam. <laughs> but. Ice cream is our only comfort on Monday mornings. The most appropriate time to eat ice cream. To be fair, I can deal with that. Yeah. He comes up behind them and he's like, Would you like some ice cream? Would you like one of your Earth Iced Creams? Uh, I mean, yes. But the shop's closed. What are we going to do? Well, that doesn't mean you can't enjoy ice cream. It's fine. I have two Earth Iced Creams right here in my backpack. Have you ever seen that um, that ad with the robot that's like eat the ice cream? Eat no. Ice cream. Um, shit, we should watch it. <laughs> Not right but there's, now. But there's there's um there's this ad for like some ice cream company where it was really it's like a thirty second Super Bowl ad where this lady wakes up in a chair. And she's like, "Where am I?" It's like, "You are here. Have some ice cream." And she's like, "But but where am I? Have some ice cream." She's like, "Where's where is everyone?" Like, everyone is dead. <laughs> the world is over. You are all that is left of humanity. Have some ice cream. It's very red dwarf. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just like literally the most disturbing ad where it's like, eat the ice cream. It's like, it's pretty good ice cream. Eat the pennies. <laughs> Basically. How is the ice cream cold if it was in his bag? How is the ice cream not literally melting into the rest of his shit? What's going on? What's your deal, man? I, I told you. I, I was from space. The Magellic Quarter. Magellanic clouds. This is just going to get worse and worse yep. as the episode goes on. Liam. Don't press the issue. I've learned. I've learned my lesson. Uh, oh, maybe I should introduce myself in that classic anime fashion. Of course, social interaction. <laughs> my name is Terry mm. Funk. Yep. My name's Terry Funk. I'm a professional wrestler. Terence Funk. New Mikitaki. Okay, so he introduces himself as New Mikitakizo Nishi. Uh, but I'm going to just call him Mikitaka because we find out that's what his name is later. Wait, what's his name? Mikitaka. Yeah. Mikitaka. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I am 216 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm a spaceship pilot. Mm-hmm. My hobby is having pets. Mm. A very good, normal human hobby. <laughs> One that will not have me stand out from all you mm. other humans. Look, here's a house mouse that I have on my person. It likes when I pat its back. Pat, pat. Hey, Akiyasu. Oh, I love the next couple of conversations, little asides that Josuke and Okiyasu have. I love the way they depict it. It's just a still frame. It's all really washed out, like when Kira got away. You know when it was all washed out like yeah. that? It's, and just a still frame on them being like, man, this guy's super weird. It's like, hey, Okiyasu, do you think this guy's fucked in the head or something? Yeah, no, well, Okiyasu was the one who's pushing that oh, narrative. Oh, sorry. Hey, Josuke, do you think this guy's fucked in the head or something? Yeah, what's his deal? I don't know. Let's investigate. Don't eat the ice creams. It could be a trap. He could be a stand user. And Okiyasu's literally already reaching to get his ice cream. Ripping the ice cream out of the plastic packet it comes in? Yeah. And he's like, oh. (laughs) So then Okiyasu approaches him and like gives him a good up and down. Good one-two. Yeah. He he does that classic, that classic I'm looking at something pose where you put your hands on your hip, tap your foot and bend your upper body 90 degrees. And what does the alien man do? He imitates Okiyasu's poses. Intriguing. He also imitates his next pose, which is picking his nose. And so Okiyasu's like, why are you copying me? I don't know, I'm doing, trying human things. Hmm. So you're an alien, huh? And he's all like, yes, that's it, an alien. I should have used your Earth alien word from the start. Hmm. Okiyasu starts to lose his temper, Josuke puts his hand over his mouth. And he's all like, just calm so down. So do Okiyasu. you have a spaceship? Yes, but it's in space. One, th- 
1 million 500,000 kilometers away. It would take three days for it to get here. I can call it with my watch. Uh-huh. But that's a secret. Don't tell anyone. Uh-huh. So, um, he's weird. Yep, they have a little, little still frame aside. He, he is definitely a weirdo. Should I punch him? No, you always want to punch people, Okiyasu. <laughs> I just love I love the little insight we get into their their downtime friendship in this episode. Actually, any time that isn't the main story. But like most like last time with Rohan, it was yeah. it was very antagonistic because that's the relationship he has with everyone else. It's those uh, morons. But this is just these guys just being mates, you know. <laughs> just being like, should I should I punch him? No, mate. I- you you're always too quick to want to punch people. Yeah, but but we could punch him. <laughs> Well, do you have, like, a ray gun and a gravity accelerator? Don't be ridiculous. Of course I have a ray gun and a gravity accelerator. But they're on my spaceship, because I didn't come here to fight Earth. I came here to find somewhere suitable to live. Oh, come on, show us something cool. And Okiyasu chimes in, Yeah, your blood wasn't even green. Yeah, alien blood is always green. Says Josuke very knowingly. Mm. (laughs) Alien blood is always green and acidic. Ah, true. Sick alien reference. Now, what's that? Alien? Not familiar. Um, it is a movie about... Now, what's a movie? Um, it's a series of images. Oh, like an anime. Yes, exactly like that. Generally longer and probably better in every conceivable <laughs> fashion. And what's an alien? Uh, an alien is a movie about uh, an alien. Oh. Yeah. Like Mikataka? The hell's Mikataka? This guy. Oh, right. Isn't <laughs> that... I thought you were going to use... No, wait. No, that is the name we're using for him. Didn't he have, like, new... Yeah. yeah. Right, his name's Mikataka. Okay, his name's Mikataka. Gotcha. <laughs> Let's just go with that, otherwise we'll go mad. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, he's a bit like that, except um, slightly more terrifying <laughs> and less elven. <laughs> no ears. I think that's what does it. Yep, people without ears can't be trusted. It's true. It's true. Chopper Reed, no ears. <laughs> uh, Okuyasu has basically had enough and he's like, hey, just stop fucking with us, mate. Uh, and then at this point, a police siren, uh, sorry, a fire engine goes past with its sirens blaring and things get a little weird. So there's a wee you wee you A wee-oo. And then a bit of, oh my god, make it stop. He from... turns red, he starts screeching in agony. And he's all like, make it stop, make it stop, make it stop. The bad sound. Make the sound stop. I'm allergic to it. Uh, his entire face turns red and starts growing bulbous growths. He jumps into some bushes out of frame and Okiyasu's like, this is too much, I'm out of here. The joke's R- gotten old. Remember how we were going to school? I'm going to do that. Uh, Josuke's like, but we can't just leave him So Josuke here. just doesn't go to school, I guess, today. <laughs> I don't know how a Japanese school works, but a lot of ang- like the manga and anime that I see... You they, just don't really need yeah, to go to it. You just kind of go, oh, I don't need to go in today. I think we can all agree that anime school is purely optional. <laughs> you can, I mean, you've got to go to it unless you have a good excuse, like a beach episode mm. or a scam. Mm. Or you win the lottery. Mm. Mm. Or, like, you find an alien. Um, what other good ex- You find a new pair of shoes. A serial killer is trying to kill you. You're going to win a fight in a boxing ring. Another different serial killer is trying to kill you. That same serial killer is now in a different body, but it's a new serial killer just trying to kill you. There's a vampire nearby. <laughs> and an alien. And a ghost. Oh, and a ghost, yeah. always And a flying photograph that wants to kill you. Which is also a ghost. But he has an arrow. Uh, it's all the Is the arrow a ghost? Unclear. <laughs> uh, yeah, Okiyasu leaves. Uh, Josuke's like, we should probably help. I'm a good person. Better than you. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> 
Uh, he goes through the bushes and Mikitaka is there, basically in the fetal position. He is crying a sad cry. Having a bad time. He looks quite upsetting. Mm. He's just like, make it go away. And then he turns into big gooey strands of blue, like pa- fettuccine pasta. You named you name dropped Flubber earlier. And I think that's quite apt. Yeah, he's like Flubber. Where he's turning into... Well, and much like Flubber, he enhances Josuke's shoes by turning into a pair of sneakers, which he says make them uh, double their speed and jumping strength. Because I guess there's two of them now. Yeah, so can we just... Um... Turns into these nice branded sneakers and it's like, I'll do anything if you get me away from this sound. So let's take a moment to appreciate just how high Josuke could jump before. <laughs> he's got ups. Um... So they jump, they jump Bounding away. through the sky. To get away from the sirens. Leaping over a tallest building in a single bound. Thus doubling the jumping capacity of Josuke. Mm-hmm. Doubling. He could only leap over most buildings <laughs> in a single bound before. He was great in residential areas, not so much commercial. Mm. So they jump onto the roof of... Well, they don't actually jump onto the roof because we, we also... After an ad break, we briefly see Josuke run up the side of the wall. Vite's very, um, very wrong trousers. <laughs> Mikitaka turns into an enhanced pair of techno trousers. But Josuke hatches a cunning plan to steal a diamond from Rohan with him. <gasps> uh, he slicks back his hair so that it looks like a uh, rooster... Uh, <laughs> what's the word? A cock. Sure. A turkey? I mean, the cock is the whole rooster. Yeah. It looks like the the crest. The crest. True. But a, wait, in the thing, it's a glove, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But not in JoJo's. It needs to be no, shaved it's, hair. It's the, no, it's the pompadour. The pompadour. Josuke's pompadour? Surely that would just be the front of his hair, though. Like, we don't really need to split hairs on this. God, how long have you been sitting on that, that one? <laughs> I'm a good improviser, Nick. It came to Natural me in the moment. genius. Mm. Wow, what's your deal? I told you, I'm an alien. How are you not getting yeah. this yet? <laughs> Anyway, I'm allergic to sirens. Everyone on my planet is. It aggravates our nerves. So he... Does he start turning back into a person? Yeah. And Josuke's They're like... They're talking. And Josuke's like... He, well, he turns back into a person and Josuke immediately fake punches him with Crazy Diamond yeah. and doesn't react at all. It's like, can you not see this? And he's like, huh? See, see what? Like, what? I, I can't, can't see my stand. Is he not a stand user? Is he an alien? <laughs> Could he actually be an alien? Mm. And he's like, dude, I keep telling you I'm an alien. How are you not getting this yet? I'm from the Magellic Sector. My power is that I can turn into anything. Let's talk about this power. Okay. So, um, in the interval ad break, we got one of those splash screens with him where it, it, it was like... Uh, Terra Firma. Something like along, along those lines. But of course, the uh, original Japanese name for this particular power uh-huh. is Earth, Wind, Fire. <laughs> of course it is. Uh, of course, named after the popular band... Earth, Wind and Fire. Who you may know from their hit, September. <gasps> no, I don't. You know actually. that... Is that Panama by Van Halen? No, it's September by Earth, Wind and Fire. Are you sure? Because yeah. that sounds a lot like Panama. Well, no. That's because I'm bad. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Understood. What does September sound like? That. <laughs> oh, okay. Sounds like Panama by That's Van the best Halen. I can do. <laughs> we can't get sued on this show. <laughs> what other hits did yeah, they have? I'll play you a clip of it, then I'll cut it from the thing. Oh. This song is called September? Yeah. You know, wow. September. Wow, okay. I always thought that was the Doobie Brothers, to be honest. Well, you're wrong. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's Earth, Wind, Fire. Earth, uh, Wind and Fire. Sure. What do you want to know about the oh, uh, God. Jojo Valley note for this episode? I want to know everything, Liam. I want to know everything about this Jojo Valley note. Well, Nicholas. Does it start with, 
Whenever I'm on the earth. <laughs> no, it starts with, I wanted to draw <laughs> the character of Mikataka Hazakura. Uh-huh. You know, the guy. The guy right now. Yeah. Yep. I wanted to draw him. Uh-huh. He's a self-styled space alien. But it's a mystery whether he's that or a stand user. Within the worldview of Jojo, aliens are just barely acceptable. I have so many thoughts to give at this exact moment. Mm -hmm. One, I wanted to draw the character that I had to come up with. So I did. So I did. <laughs> Moreover, how did he know who he was before he even did anything? Is he an alien? Unclear. I... <laughs> Araki, you're a genius beyond compare, but how the fuck did you make that cyclical... What? <laughs> this is... I want to meet him. I just... I need to meet him and understand how you his mind works. dissect his brain. And he'd be like, yo, how do I become a man like you? Does he have any interviews? Yeah. Can I read some of them? No. Damn it. <laughs> Not until we catch up with the anime. Oh. Are they when all the interviews happened? When it's like, how do you feel about... No. He also has a... 40-year manga career. I mean, yeah, but how many interviews did he do in that 40-year manga career? Plenty. You need to find some so I can read them. Please. Okay, I'll, I'll vet some interviews for spoilers that I can yes! give you. Oh, I'm so happy. <sighs> Maybe we can do this for a donor bonus episode or something. Oh, potentially. Yeah, I like it. Where were we? So he's like, oh, you saved me. How can I ever repay you? And Josuke's like, oh, no, you don't need a repayment. Wait, are you holding a Kameyu catalog? I just had a brilliant idea. <laughs> Let me flick to this page. Look, this is a dice. A, a, a deuce. A, a die for singular. A da- die. Die. Die, Josuke! Die! Dio, Force lightning. Dio Zzzt. erupts from inside this alien man. He's all like, you fool! It was me! Dio. <laughs> Look, it's a dice. It's got... We, and we get a cool graphic of a rotating dice on the screen as Josuke explains what a die is. It's like it has six sides. The little divots represent the numbers. Yeah, so if there's a one on one side, that means... It, it, has, it corresponds to a value of one. And if there are five divots on this side... It corresponds to a value of five. And he's like, I get it. And Josuke's like, well done, alien. <laughs> Try turning into one. So he tries. And he does it. And he, he's like, it was simple. But he's like up to Josuke's knees. He's too big for a usable die. And you've got fives on two sides, buddy. Yeah, you got, you've got to have the correct die layout, which as we all know, is you have one of each number. And uh, if you add a number with its opposite side, it should equal seven. I see. I see. Hang on, let me try this again. And so he shrinks down. And Josuke's like, okay, now turn into a 20-sided die because I want to go play some Dungeons and Dragons with Rohan. Man, the alternate version of this episode where it becomes a D&D &D episode, oh. imagine. And you've got Josuke and Okiyasu and friends in like, um, you know, fantasy gear. That would be fucking incredible. Okiyasu is obviously a wizard and there's a lot of jokes about how his character has high intelligence, but he doesn't. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> and Josuke's clearly a cleric because healing powers. Yep. What would Rohan be? The dungeon master. <laughs> He would just sit there being all like, like, oh, I can write a whole story and he's way too controlling and he ruins the game. Yep, yep. Uh, what would Koichi be? A paladin? Paladin, yeah. Because he's always fighting he's for so the right He's so righteous. Horse. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's her name? Jotaro is not keen to participate, but they get him to and he is... A barbarian. Uh, I feel like he's a fighter. Yeah, he'd be a fighter. Yeah, he'd be a fighter. What about what's it? Yukako. Yeah, Yukako. Not a bard. I don't feel like... like sorcerer be... or something? Yes, or sorcerer. Warlock. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely a sorcerer. Because then it's like hair magic. Mm. And she just wants to protect Koichi all the time. Oh my god. Yes. Araki, make it happen. Make it happen. Come on. Come on, Haraki Araki. Is that his name? Haraki Araki? Hirohiko. Hirohiko Araki. The melancholy of Haruhi Araki. <laughs> it's just a guy at a school being like, I'm just here for reference photos. <laughs> so he's like, how's this? And uh, Josuke picks him up and he's like, that tickles. And he's like, dice don't talk. <laughs> Shush. Silence you. You're doing me a favour right now, so you have to try your best. He's like, I'll do my best. I'm an alien. So um, he's like, oh, I'm a bit nervous. But yes, yes, this could work. Turn to camera, but just as we cut away to commercial. Rohan Kashibe, I hope you're ready to give me lots of money. And Rohan's like, yeah, and, I don't know. We sort of segue into like the true beauty of this story arc as we learn that it's another in the fine series of Josuke Wants More Money adventures, <laughs> which are the source of the finest drama in all of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. You know, I wish I could dispute this, but I can't because you're entirely correct. Oh, he also um, says to convince Mikataka to do this, uh, and I think very similar to the taking advantage of Shigechi sequences... In that it becomes a prompt for some of the best It's Always Sunny in Mario mm-hmm. um, compilations. Mm-hmm. I just had a brilliant idea that'll make everyone happy. Everyone, you say? And whenever Jessica says anything like that, you know it's going to be involve him getting money. And you know it'll involve the... Oh, he also exposited about how his mum found out that he won the lottery and like froze his account and made him keep it all for savings. Because classic Tomoko. That bitch looking out for my future. <laughs> but now it's summer and I don't have any spending money. What is a boy to do? Scam his frenemy. <laughs> I don't even know if they're close enough to be friends, to be honest. Sam, scam his help. Scam his, not nemesis. Partner. Frenemy yeah. works for me because they're ostensibly allies in this whole Yoshikage Sikura situation. I but guess. But they don't like each other. I mean, they're still he antagonizing in, each other. He did invite Rohan to sit with him at the cafe. That is true. He's opening the door. Mm-hmm. And Rohan's slamming it in his face. <laughs> Cut to Rohan's door. Where he's not slamming it in his face. Hi, Rohan. It's me, Josuke. Actually, we just cut to Rohan being like, what do you want, Josuke? <laughs> And we, uh, we get a shot of his new outfit. Oh, his outfit in this episode. So let's go into grotesque amounts of detail here. We, in fact, pan up his body camera-wise in the episode. Mm-hmm. So we start, he's wearing just some nice high-end sneakers. Mm-hmm. Some, his, whole, his whole outfit is sort of a beige grey. Yeah, I'd say like a creamy, well, dark cream kind of featureless, <laughs> but like the features are elsewhere kind of vibe. Uh, and yeah, he's got like just loud cut trousers. There's nothing too unremarkable there for a Jojo outfit. But when you get to the upper body is where it gets real interesting. So it, it noticed that these aren't pants like your normal pants. There are suspenders. So yeah, suspender outfit. Uh, and you know, I think it's something you see more common in women's tops mm-hmm. where like the shoulders are exposed, but then there's still like a little arm loop. Yes. He's got that going on. Uh, he's, it's also like a half tank top thing because it only comes up to like his belly button if like, that. above like just below his um his first, first layer ab. of ab <laughs> <laughs> the first ab yeah the fab uh, so every under that is exposed and then it's got like uh oval holes um in it throughout too and this is just rohan's like lounging around the house gear evidently <laughs> he's just there being like josuke what do you want oh and I'm of course my... he's got his trademark headband yes he's like i'm in my work clothes <laughs> No, this, his work clothes are that outfit we've seen before. This is clearly just his... Um, oh, this, this is, is my casual yeah, day off this clothes. Is, these are my trackies. 
So Josuke exposits that he's like, hey, do you want to maybe play a game? Well, no, he, first he's like, oh, can I read your next chapter? I'm such a big fan of your manga. And he's just like, Josuke, stop buttering me up. What are you up to? I don't like you. Well, I'll be honest. And then he like falls to the ground. Classic anime bow, begging. begging. And he's like, please let me play CeeLo with you. Yeah. You see, I've got no spending money. Well, that's not true. I have 30,000 yen in seed money. But... Let's be real. 30,000 yen is nothing at the amusement park these days. That's good for one or two trips to the amusement park and some food. What am I to do, Rohan? All summer. What am I to do? Get a job? Not Josuke. Have you seen my hair? I need more than that. There must be a quick and easy way to get the money I need. Possibly using a stand power that I definitely don't have in my pocket right now. So, I need to make some money. And wouldn't you like to play CeeLo with me? Wagering on the thrill? Isn't that what being young is about? Don't you agree? And Rohan just goes, I don't like you, Josuke. I'll be blunt with you. You're a shithead. <laughs> Remember but- that time you hospitalized me? That doesn't wash it out easily. <laughs> and Josuke goes, oh, well, I guess it's okay. I, I guess I didn't really need the money. You're not short on cash. You've got no reason to No, 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 Josuke, you misunderstand me. I don't like you. But I don't dislike games. Come on in. Isn't that just the most Rohan thing? <laughs> I don't dislike games. <laughs> you know, I'm not a fan of living, but I'm not a fan of not living. <laughs> okay, yeah, it does seem fun. I'll meet you around back. Thanks, Rohan. Cut to round back. Rohan's written up the rules. Now, CeeLo. You roll three dice in the bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the combinations that you get determine your the win, whether you win or whether you get the payout. And for the two we come across in this episode that are notable... Uh, uh, that a six gets you five times... Uh, sorry, triple sixes, uh-huh. uh, which they call an omen. <gasps> an omen. Gets you five times what you bet. Four, five, and six will get you double. I know that from Kanji. <laughs> sure, okay. And if you roll a one, two, three, you have to give your opponent yeah. double what you bet. So it's like, depending on what you roll, you either get nothing, pay out double, or receive double. I've played this game in Yakuza some, and I just don't get it, <laughs> other than these simple ones. Trust me, um, once you watch Kaiju, you'll be like, I oh, have watched Kaiju. No, you've only watched the first Man, thing, yeah. which isn't as good as the second one, I think. Wow. Yeah, that's right. The second one is just like, hey, do you want to play some dice games? Yes, now I can cheat. The series. (laughs) So Josuke's all right, great, let's gamble. And Rohan says, nah, we're going to use my special dice from my house because I don't trust these dice that you brought with you for good reason. Oh, no. And Oh, no. So Josuke puts So don't misunderstand me. I didn't say it would be fun to play with you. I think it's going to be fun to take your money and make you have a miserable summer. That does seem very Rohan. (laughs) Yes. Uh, so then Josuke's like, okay, I guess I'll get he, rid of my He sort of tenses then. up and like his face falls and, and then we cut to the table's perspective as we see him desperately trying not to laugh as he interior monologues. Yes, I snuck into his house earlier and planted the alien dice there. Oh, that fool. I'm <laughs> such a villain. Oh, Josuke, you dog. Uh, so then he looks up still trembling a little bit mm. and Rohan's like, hmm. Let's roll to see who goes first. Four. Six. Josuke goes first. Rohan flicks the dice over and the dice says, ow. And Rohan's like, what? Uh, ow, I hit my uh, my fingy on the table. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. oh no. My, my poor Nux. <laughs> okay, Josuke, bet and roll. Mm. He's okay. going to bet 2,000 yen first. I bet 2,000. Rohan then goes, alrighty then. Here's and 2,000. Josuke is shaking the dice in his hand. He explains the 1, 2, 3 rule and is like, boy, I sure hope I don't get a 1, 2, 3. You know, the one thing that I don't need at this exact point in time is 1, 2, and 3 at and the y- same 
time. And you can just see Rohan's suspicion meter going up. He's like, hmm, talking awfully loud. That's like, yep, a one, two or three. Not what I want. Oh. I'll throw it real lightly first to test the waters. And he gets that triple six. With the most satisfying rolling sound. And Josuke's like, oh, you idiot. You're being way too obvious. Do you not understand? So with that 666, both of them go, what? And we just get a lot of cuts throughout the remainder of this episode to like angry Rohan face being like, what's going on here? Something's up. Why did you come to my house? Why is this an omen? What is going on? My turn next. So he picks up the dice. Oh, yeah. So Josuke won 10 grand off that two grand bet. Mm, Because an omen wins you five times the amount. Ah, CeeLo. And he's like, okay, well, I want to win back what I lost. And I've got plenty of disposable income because I'm famous manga artist Kashibe Rohan. And I don't have any upkeep in my life. (laughs) So I'll bet 10. 10. 10 yen? 10,000. Each chip is worth 1,000 yen. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'll bet 10 chips. That's 10,000 yen. Here Mm -hmm. I go. One, two, three. Oh, no, I need to pay Josuke. And both of them are like, oh god, no. Oh no, the alien doesn't know subtlety. And we see the stern Rohan face and he's like, so suspicious. And then our to be continued shot is uh, Josuke looking nervous, Rohan looking hecka suspicious, and the one, two, three in the centre of the screen. Who, as we know, is the dice man alien. Mikataka. To be continued. To be continued. Blammo. Blammo. So Nick. What? What are our highlights and lowlights for this episode? I think my highlight is probably going to have to be the game. Mm-hmm. Because, like, everything up to that point is like, yeah, all right, it's fine. And then when we start playing the game, you just go, oh, I see. This is where we're going with this alien business. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, it is just fucking insane. Yeah. Right? Like, everything up to that point is like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, it's fine. And then you get uh, up to that point, it's like, oh, I'm a shape-shifting alien. It's like, well, then why don't we make some money? <laughs> oh, Okay. Yeah. My highlight is anytime Josuke hatches a, I'm going to get super rich out of this quick scheme. Oh man, it's so good. Before we get into the lowlights, I just uh, noticed a piece of trivia on a webpage I had open, mm. which is that um, in the manga uh, of this episode, mm. they had um, a Rohan providing the history of CeeLo and he taunts Josuke and talks about that if you cheat, the Yakuza shove two dice into your eyes and dump your body in the river. Before they kill you, they stab you 21 times because 21 is what you get when you add up each side of the dice. I've already fucked up. Three pairs of sevens. Three pairs of sevens. Ooh. Ooh. That's a cool punishment. Mm. Man, brutal. Yep. How does Rohan know that? He's Rohan. <laughs> he is Yakuza. Research. Manga. True. Anyway, lowlights. Lowlights. Um, my lowlight, I feel like they could have probably fit this into one episode if they if they had tried. Hmm. I mean, probably. And I don't know, but probably. May- and maybe it would have been too compressed. Like, uh, you know, perhaps the pacing would have been off. Mm. But I just... My lowlight is the fact that I have to wait a week for you to see what opens next week's episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, my lowlight is probably just the entire bit with the sirens. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, of course he doesn't like sirens. Of course. The Why alien. is that an of course? It's like, there's always in every alien thing, they always have that one weakness that you're like, oh, but or it's Or is he? Sorry, keep going. <laughs> I think we firmly supplanted that he is an alien, Liam. Um, but it's like, it's always that thing where, like, you know, in, um, what's the M. Night Shyamalan one? Where they're weak to water. Oh, um, sixth sense? No, <laughs> of course not. Um, signs. Yeah, in signs, they're weak to water. In War of the Worlds, they're weak to germs. In Mars Attacks, they're weak to uh, something. They're weak to... I can't remember what it is, but they're weak to something. It might be broccoli, I'm not sure. But they're weak to something. Those ak bastards. 
But it's like every alien thing is like, oh, of course sure. they're weak to this thing. In Star Wars, they're weak to getting choked out by Princess Leia. Exactly. It's like, what can you do? What can you do? So it's a bit annoying that it's like, oh, we had to mention that. Of course. Obviously. Of course. Yep. Just a bit predictable is mm-hmm. all. That's fair enough. Yeah. So, Nick. What? Uh, Yoshihiro Kira. Hi. Has created six stand users total to fight our protagonists. Mm. Or five, sorry, because I guess this Mikataka situation didn't really work out. Yeah, no. I haven't done the math, haven't counted. I think that includes Jankin Boy. Yoshikage Kira is struggling to adjust to his new life and not murder his new wife. Oh, Kira. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Are you having a happy and life? And someone seems to be spying on him. Ooh. Is it his son? Is it the NRA? No one knows. The NRA? Yeah, the national, uh, uh, what, what's a word that starts with R that isn't rifle? Rugrats. The National Rugrats Association. Meanwhile, Josuke is trying to get rich, quick, from Rohan, with the help of Mikataka. An alien. Is he an alien? Who knows? I mean, yes, we've firmly cemented this one, he's definitely an alien. Rohan is suspicious. I just realised we're getting a lot of tweets that are like, Nick... We don't know he's an alien. What do you think is going to happen next time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4 Diamond is Unbreakable in the episode entitled Highway Star? Highway Star? Highway Star. Isn't it I Am an Alien Part 2? No, it's Highway Star. Okay. Did, didn't see that coming. Uh, well, okay, there's two things I think are going to happen. One, a siren will go past Rohan's house. Ah. And then an alien will explode from the bowl. <laughs> And he'll be like, you've unleashed my true form. Yeah. Time to die, Kashibe Rohan. He'll basically, Rohan will just be like, what is the meaning of this, Josuke? Why is there a fully grown adult man who looks to be about, wait a minute. Uh, or we could just literally not have anything to do with it again. I don't know. <laughs> um, but okay, maybe this I am a highway star. Highway star. I am highway star. Highway star. Maybe this highway star <laughs> is... Like, there's a stand user who's trying to get to Josuke, right? And then he's all like, huh, I knew he might come to Rohan Kishibe's house, but I'm glad I was staking him out for so long. So My stand is perfectly equipped to fight two people at once and no more. Yeah. So maybe, maybe he like, he's the guy who has a siren on his car because he's like a police officer. Oh, evil policeman. Yeah, exact Corrupt cop. Uh, so he... That's a bit redundant, isn't it? <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> so he, he, uh, he shows up and he's got the siren and then the alien shows up and then he's all like, yo, are you Josuke? And he's all like, I might be Josuke. What of it? And then stand This battle. looks like illegal gambling. Yeah. So he's all and like- Josuke and Rohan have to join forces. Yeah. And uh, Josuke will just be like, oh no, we can't do anything because his stand is inhibiting us. And then the alien guy will be all like, oh, that's a shame. Let me help you out. And then I'll fuck him up. Sure. Yep. Will Josuke get rich quick? I wonder. Will Rohan figure out what's going on with the alien? Am I allowed to know how much money Rohan has? Rohan has enough money. Mm. I reckon Rohan will just be like, this isn't right. There's I'm a- going to bet more money to take more from you. There's a panel in a Rohan spin-off thing mm. where he's like, I have no money for this because I just bought a mountain. <laughs> Okay, that's it. When we're not doing things, we gotta read these Rohan <laughs> things. Uh, hmm, hmm. I wonder, does he get rich quick? I'm gonna say he does get rich quick, but then he'll lose it somehow. Sure, that makes sense. Because you know he that's was that- he was greedy, and now he needs penance. That's that classic Josuke arc, exactly. Where it's like we got rich quick. Oh no, <laughs> mum found out. Yeah, 
And how's Kira going? Kira will be awkward, as usual, but I think we might get some kind of interaction with his son. Ooh, his son. Although maybe not next episode. Maybe it'll just be with his wife next episode. It'll be like the conclusion of... Will he murder her? Or will he fuck her? (laughs) (laughs) Will he fuck her and in what way? So, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I think it's just going to be more of like the... What is with this new husband I have? I just... He's so romantic. Take me I'm sure he'd never harm me. And then he'll be all like, no, I can't do it right now. I'm too busy trying not to murder you. And we're like, but you've never tried to murder people before. I've said too much. Yeah, something like that. I'd like to shake your hand, husband. Oh my god. Holds out well-manicured hand. Oh no, this is the worst situation. Yeah, All right, pretty comprehensive. We're yeah. running pretty long today, so let's wrap it up quick. Okay. This has been JoJo's World. I'm Nick. Yep, boost us on your feeds. Uh, you can spot us on Patreon, get a shout out on the app. Yep. Until next time. To, to be, be continued. continued.